What's up, Melanated family? This is your boy Harrison from MelanatedFathers.com and Melanated Fathers TV on YouTube, bringing you another episode of the Melanated Convo Podcast. If this is your first time here, the Melanated Convo Podcast is a show dedicated to having introspective and interesting conversations with people in our community about life, about relationships, about their passions. We 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 try our best to get people who are passion driven so our listeners can be inspired by them. Sometimes there there won't be an interview and I just come to the family and talk about an important issue facing either our families, facing our relationships, something that has to do with our kids. A lot of the topics, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll broaden it and make it about relationships and we'll go deeper into a lot of different things, but most of the time I center it around um, family, I center it around our children, I center it around our sons, you know, being a father of five myself, a part of my platform, Melanated Fathers of America, the, you know, big part of the inspiration behind that platform is just my experiences as a father, everything I've been through, everything I've done wrong, everything I've learned from, so I try to take those experiences, infuse them into the website, and not just the website, but the show as well. Also, on the Melanated Convo podcast, I personally, I am a big proponent of black businesses. I'm a big proponent of economics, understanding that, you know, if if we improve our economic standing in this country, it'll do a lot to improve um our social political standing it'll improve the where we stand educationally so black businesses and just educating ourselves and our children about how to do these things i think is imperative in um, our stability as a society especially black folks in particular when you look at the amount of money that we spend when you look at the amount of times a dollar circulates in our community you know it's it's not positive right so we need to do our best to find black businesses who are able black businesses who you know not just because they're black but they're, they're black and they have a quality product a, 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 a product that you feel you need i think it's important that we do our best to find these businesses and you know support them so even if you're in a situation where you know because some of the businesses i mentioned will be in a different part of the state or a different part of the country. Sometimes, even if you can't financially support a business, you can share their their flyer, you can share their menu if it's a food spot, you can share with the people you know um, what they're actually doing. And sometimes you may not have that type of business in your area and you can use that as the inspiration to get something like that popping yourself you feel me so we like to discuss black businesses black economics that's important to me so we make sure we cover that now for today's businesses like i said i like to talk about each business two weeks in a row um just to give the business the maximum amount of exposure that i can afford them right so this week's business for the second week in a row will be slams barbecue now slams barbecue is a barbecue spot here in Sacramento, in Sacramento, California. They're located at 4581 Mac Road. Now, Slam's Barbecue is a Southern-style barbecue with international twists. Slam's brings Southern Slam's brings Southern-style recipes to Sac, offering a real, authentic Creole cuisine filled with flavor. Now, at Slams Barbecue, which you can check out yourself at slamsbarbecue.com. By the way, that's S A 
S-L-A-M-S-B-B-Q.com, by the way. Not only do they have all the sides you need, like greens, sweet potato, red beans, rice, potato salad, baked beans, you know what I'm saying, uh, uh, um, mac- macaroni and cheese, coleslaw, everything you need. They also got the meat, seafood, tri-tip, southern chicken, or southern, or, 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 or smoked chicken, rather, uh, uh, ribs, smoked ribs, everything you need, right? Rib tips. Every first Friday of the month, they have a special meat that they serve, um, you know, they have different apparel on the website. So if you wanted to slam barbecue shirt, you'll be able to cop, cop that if you wanted to. So um, really nice barbecue spot. Like I said, I haven't had the opportunity of going myself yet. I will soon. Um, my oldest, one of my older children, I've been able to bring him in there. One day he just uh, uh, heard about the spot randomly and I was able to go in there with him. This is before I spoke to the brother who owns the spot and we decided to put him on the show. This is just on a random. I went in there with my 18 year old son and the spot was real nice. Now my son, I bought him the barbecue at the time. I didn't taste it, but the spot was real nice. It was a real comfortable setting. Um, it's on Mac Road, which if you're in the Sacramento area, that's in the South area, um, where I'm from. So having a spot like that in that part of town, um, was really big to me as well. And it was really professional in there. The decor was really nice. So, you know, I just want to see the brother be successful, man. So if you're in the Sacramento area, Please go to Slams Barbecue 4581 Mac Road. It's in the um, Bally Shopping Center. Um, they have different samplers. So if you don't know which meat you want or if you don't know if it's what suits your taste buds, you can get one of the meat samplers where you can sample some seafood, sample some chicken, some tri-tip, get all that in there. You feel me? But it has a real uh, a, a Creole feel to it with my family being from New Orleans. I'm going to have to go in there and give it a shot. So if you're in the Sacramento area, man, please go to Slams Barbecue 4581 Mac Road. If and if you go and eat, comment, man. Go to Yelp. Go to Google. Comment about how the food tasted. Do a video about the food. You feel me? When we look at like Popeye's chicken and how black society was able to provide that company with that much exposure, half that we gotta realize how powerful we are. Uh, how powerful we are, family. How much influence we hold. You feel me? If you do a video about some food spot that you like, just like they were doing for that fucking chicken sandwich, we can provide the same type of rush to these businesses that are black owned, to these businesses that are in our communities that ultimately, if they become financial, uh, more financially stable, more financially well off, it'll just make the entire community uh, benefit. And then ultimately we can get more in more stores, more different type of uh, 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 places to shop, more different type of businesses so we can keep that thing popping. You feel me? So if you're in the Sacramento area, go to 4581 Mac Road, Slams Barbecue, check out the food. You feel me? Now, for the second business of the day, for the second business of the day, um, like I said, a while ago, I reached out to my family on Facebook and asked everybody what are some black businesses in the area or just abroad, I mean, or, you know, just anywhere in the country. Um, a lot of different people reached out to me. The sister 
Shakira Rule reached out to me about her business, House of Naras. I think I'm saying it right. House of Naras. N-A-R-A-S. House of Naras. This is a clothing boutique for women, family. This is a clothing boutique for women. House of Naras. N-A-R-A-S. The website is houseofnaras.com. Now, on the website, she has dresses. She has uh, different short sets for women. She has a sheer cheetah duster. She has a a, a a velvet duster for sale. So really, um, really sexy women clothing. I think most women in our community, you know, when I when I see them shopping at all these other uh, all these other uh, 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 clothing lines and designers that aren't black. When I seen this sister's dresses, when I seen the style of the dresses, this will rival anything that I've seen at, you know, Gucci or DKNY, whoever, you know what I'm saying? So it's important with how much we enjoy fashion in our community, how much our sisters enjoy fashion, how much we enjoy fashion as black men. If we find black designers who are giving us the same quality and look that we can get with some of these other high-end places, it's our duty as black folks, I think, to support these people. You feel me? So if you go to her website, that's houseofnaras.com, you'll see all the different pieces she has. Like I said, she has shirts, short sets, um, you know, she has the sheer duster. I didn't even, <laughs> I didn't even know what a duster was before I went to the website, but it, it looks really, really nice on women. I just learned that they sell dusters for men too, after I did a little research on it. But nonetheless, the dusters look really, really elegant. Um, I'm sure most of the sisters in our community would really, really benefit and enjoy the clothing. If you, um, Go to the website and buy over $100 worth of merchandise. You can get free shipping. She's also doing a special where if you subscribe to the House of Naras VIP list, you can get 10% off of your first order. So she has a couple different deals popping right now, family. So go to the houseofnaras.com clothing boutique for women. Really nice clothes, elegant clothing, um, sexy, but don't look too hoish. You feel me? I think that's something that as a man, that's something that I look at uh, a woman of being classy. I guess that's the best way to say it. Real, real, real classy dresses. Um, looks real nice. So everybody go to the website, pay it a visit. It's houseofnaras.com. That's house of Naras, which is N A. RAS.com. This is the, the sister Shakira rule. So go to the website. You know, it's holiday season right now. Christmas is coming. I'm not too sure if she'll be able to get you uh, the clothes before Christmas, but even if it has to be after Christmas, you know, if you, you know what I'm saying? If you have women in your family that you know like to wear dresses, like to look real nice, and, and you know, typically buy designer clothing and things like that. Tell them to go to House of Naras. Check out some of the styles that the sister has available. Now, for today's topic, family, like I said, we are not doing an interview today. Um, I'm going to just come and spit to the family. What I wanted to talk about, because again, like I said, we, we have topics about family issues. We have topics about relationship with our women or with your men. These are things that we cover. But what I like to talk about the most is our kids, right? Like how important it is that we instill the right things into our children. How important it is that we uh, uh, try our best to set their lives up right. You feel me? And from my experiences of um, 
doing some things right, but doing some things wrong. Also, you know, have led me to believe that if if these are things that we focused on in our community, in our families, in our household, we'll be much well off, right? So what I want to talk about today was teaching our young men or, or talking to our young men about the pitfalls of adolescence. Now, what are the pitfalls of adolescence, right? You have several different things that you would look at being a young dude growing up in our communities. And also, I like to point out the fact that, you know, young men of all races have a lot of commonalities in things that they're going to have to deal with um, as they evolve and become men, right? But it's important that we highlight the fact that in our community in the black in in the black community the melanated community um you know black society we are faced with a different set of circumstances that i think as black parents it's important it's imperative actually that we allow that we inform our children of these differences to know that you know being a young black man in america you're viewed as an adult from the time that you're uh, shit 10 11 12 13 years old depending on how big you are so you're not really afforded some of the luxuries you're not really allowed to make some of the mistakes that some of your counterparts would be able to make right so when we talk about the pitfalls of adolescence we have to go through the list whether it be uh, uh girls and 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 dealing with not dealing with going from liking girls and thinking a girl is cute, thinking a little girl is attractive, to actually being physical with her and, 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 and having sex. That's something we need to uh, discuss. Whether it be um, they evolve into the relationship with a girl and we see what type of young man they're going to be in a relationship, whether it be a player, whether it be a young man who who decides to be with just one little girl but puts too much focus in it, so it kind of takes away from school. It can be the pitfalls of trying weed, right? Beginning to drink with the with the prescription drug epidemic that we're facing in our communities. It's important that we talk to our kids about that too, about the oxy the oxycodone, the the uh, uh, all, all the different type of volumes that they take in um, that's typically reserved for prescription. But as we see with a lot of these young men, they're taking drugs and they're actually dying from it too, right? So we're dealing with a lot of different shit out here. A lot of it um, is very similar or the same as when we were young. You, you, you know what I'm saying? They was dealing with a lot of the same shit, but this generation, everything has been heightened, right? So it's important that we kind of go through this with our sons and that you, and in my opinion, you start at a young age, you start when they're 10, 11, 12, talk to them about these things. And I think it should start with conversations about their future like they have to be interested in their future right they have to be they have to be um inquisitive and and positive about their future about what they can be you have to have conversations with them about where they see themselves making sure that you're doing this in the most realistic uh fashion possible because we know when we talk about our, our, our children creating a future and deciding what they want to do with themselves sometimes in a black community, not all the times, but sometimes, you know, we have to be honest. We'll have sports at the top of that list or some form of entertainment at the top of that list. 
excuse me, but I think it's up to us as parents, excuse me, to kind of broaden the spectrum, broaden the spectrum to include different things that have nothing to do with athletics, whether it be a lawyer, whether it be a doctor, you're shooting for something high like that, whether it be a business owner of some sort, whether it be some type of fashion they want to get into, whether it be real estate they want to get into, we can kind of open up the floodgates for all these different things. And I think when you set the tone and, you know, help them value future, help them value their future, then when you tell them things about avoiding sex at a, at a, avoiding sex in a particular way, avoiding dealing with women in a particular way, avoiding dealing with drugs in a particular way. I think when you have the conversations with them about how important it is to um, um, be careful when dealing with those things, I think the foundation of that is letting them or, or bringing to them the reality of how important it is for them to think about their future, right? And for all of us out there, all my men, I'm speaking to all my fathers now, for all my fathers out there, if you are in a situation where you've had more than one baby mama or you're dealing with a situation where you didn't set up your life in a way that was conducive to... Um, your kids getting the most out of the household, meaning, and this is my opinion, if you live in a situation where your kids don't live with you, that affects your parenting to a degree. That affects um, your ability to get certain things through to them, depending on how often you see them and everything. But if your kids are in your house, um, it makes it difficult. It makes it more difficult to convey certain messages. It makes it more difficult to get a grasp on exactly what they're doing with their life. You feel me? So it's important that if we are men who've made mistakes and did different things in the street, it's important that you impart that wisdom on your kids. So when they, when you notice your, your young boy beginning to like women, you know, it's important that we, like on some real shit, like give them information on how to treat women, give them information on why it's important that you don't lie, why it's important that you don't play games. You know, even if some of us have fallen short and not been able to successfully execute some of them things ourselves, it's important that we still take the fact that we understand the pitfalls of that. We understand the negative effects some of those things have had on our life. So it's important that we impart that on our kids and make sure they understand the importance of, of, you know, not only treating women right and respecting women, but having the necessary respect for themselves as well. And if we do our jobs and kind of pound that home, I think it'll be easier for them to get all these other concepts, right? So we have making sure we deal, making sure we teach them because again, we're dealing with the pitfalls of adolescence, which like I said, helping them understand how important the future is, is a great way to set the, set these conversations up. Then you can go through the list with them. You can go through the list of when it comes to dealing with women. Like I said, you respect, making sure you're being respectful, making sure you're being truthful, as possible and that's like the beginning of the communicating with the woman but then once sex becomes um a factor once that begins to happen we you know we were all young once and you know how if, if things are done right you can have sex and that shit can change your life to it like in a negative respect though because now you're focusing on that now all you want to do is that now you're not taking 
serious other things that you may have to do in your life. You're just focusing on getting pussy. You feel me? So it's important that we we talk to our sons about that. And, you know, another thing I want to mention, like a caveat, something I did with all my boys, um, and I think it's extremely necessary. I don't know how some of my fathers out there handle like the birds and the bee type of conversation. But, you know, as a young dude, one of my biggest faults, and it may seem simple, but it had a large effect on me is the fact that I didn't know how to put condoms on correctly. So for a while, I wasn't using them simply because I didn't know where to go to to learn how to. My my little pride was, was too prevalent, and I didn't think that was important. Like, I didn't put in enough importance on that process. So as fathers, I think it's important that we get bananas and show our kids how to put condoms on correctly. It may seem like something simple, but, you know, some of this shit, we don't want to allow a, a, a TV or society or one of their friends to kind of impart this kind of wisdom on them when we can do it ourselves, right so it's important that we showing them how to do that but also like i said when it comes to relationships it's important that we uh, once sex becomes a thing that we have these ongoing conversation with them about you know even though you may feel like this woman this girl you just met is your everything and you guys gonna be together forever it's important that they understand how relationships work and how there's a good possibility he's not going to be with this girl forever so that's that's what you have to keep into perspective that this could be a short-lived thing so the most important thing around that time is learning how to focus on yourself still learning you know because so many young dudes get into situations where they start having sex and they're using that as bravado and they're chasing more women and they can get away from doing things that are important but it's it's you know it's our job as fathers to to pound in their head the importance of chasing your dream chasing your future opposed to chasing for lack of a better term pussy it's important for them to realize how chasing whatever dream they have whether that be the school they want to get into whether that be the type of job they want to have and and you know as young dudes we don't realize that chasing your dream is the is really the best way to get the woman that you want is the best way to put yourself in the best relationship scenario um, for your future, right? Is using your young days, using your adolescent time in your life, using your early 20s all these times to kind of build upon what you want to be, kind of build upon where you want your future to go, opposed to convoluting that with, and this is my opinion, when you are young and you focus too much on a relationship, when you focus too much on a woman, that kind of gets you away from focusing on your future, focusing on the things that really you're going to need to provide for a woman in the future anyways, or you're going to need to provide for your family or your household or whatever. You can't spend your younger years focusing too much on the physical aspects of relationships where it's much, much more to it. And you can make mistakes in your younger years that makes it extremely difficult for to get to where you want to be in the future, i.e. having kids, i.e. certain sexually transmitted diseases, you know what I'm saying? So it's our job as fathers to kind of break that down for them to, to value their future and then give them a a crash course on how to interact with women. And again, some of us was players back in the day. Some of us um, knew how I feel to have several women or whatever. And I think it's important that you translate that information to your kids wisely. I know fathers who dealt with women in that manner and they approach their sons from that same perspective, uh, basically giving them 
the green light to treat women a certain way, giving them the green light to conduct themselves in relationships a certain way. I think if this is how you lived your life at some point in time, if your kids know about it or if they've seen it or if they been told about it, they may internalize some of that anyway. So you don't have to necessarily tell them, uh, uh, use those stories as, as, as triumphs to a degree because, you know, that may just make it worse. I think we need to be realistic and be adult about the situation and, you know, let them know the importance of telling the truth. I mean, you can't tell a young boy to tell him, you know, you should just be in a relationship with one woman or whatever. I mean, as a 17, 18, 19 year old, that may not be the best option. That may not be the best, best thing to do. That may, um, like I was saying, that may put them in a situation where they're focusing too much on the woman, which can bring kids, which can get them away from things that he need to be doing. So you don't want your kid or your son randomly just having sex with all kind of women. I mean, that you don't want that to a degree, but you have to be honest with them. And if they want to be in situations where they're not tied down to one woman, I mean, there is a way to do that in society as well. You feel me? It's important that we teach them. It's not really what you do, but how you do it. You feel me, family? That that's the primary um, theme in a lot of these things that we're that we're talking about here today. So, caring about your future. Conducting themselves the correct way with women and and with relationships if they decide that, you know, um, and again, trying our best to have open and honest dialogue with our children is probably the best way to approach these situations, even though, you know, it's certain things our kids won't tell us it's certain things they won't disclose. Um, you know, I think if parents think your kid is sharing everything with you, you you a damn fool. It's certain things they keep it from you. But when it comes to all these topics, it's important that we at least bring them up and try to let them know that they can come to us and they can be as open as possible. So the next thing I would say is if they're talk, if you notice your kids are doing drugs, i.e. weed or um like we were saying a little earlier, the, the prescription drugs, which is even worse, which is has an even deadlier effect, a deadlier effect than marijuana. You know what I'm saying? That's definitely a fact. So it's important that you talk about those prescription drugs. Talk about um, if your kids listen to hip hop, if hip hop is something, you know, you guys kind of listen to in your household. Make sure you use some of these young brothers who are overdosing on these drugs. Make sure you use that as an example. And again, um, this is also something that should be handled on a case-by-case basis because some young kids, some young high school kids smoke weed and at the same time still uh, be, still remain focused, still understand the importance of doing certain things. But in my opinion, as a high school kid, that's rare. You feel me? That's rare. So if, you know, kids are going to do what they're going to do. But again, it's our job to educate, right? So you got to educate them on the effects of weed too. Some kids, some teenagers think you can smoke weed and just because, you, you know, it doesn't have the effects of a, of a fucking heroin or lean or some of these other drugs that makes it extremely difficult to get off and has an extremely adverse effect on your body when attempting to get off. That doesn't mean it doesn't have negative effects. Even though it's legal, it's becoming legal in all 50 states. I think it will be soon as a teenager who, who doesn't have a fully developed brain yet. It's important that they understand that they can still be addicted to weed. They can still get to the point where uh, any 
anything positive they were trying to do, anything they were motivated to do that was gonna lead them to the right, lead them in the right direction, they may not be as interested in doing that shit as much if they become addicted to weed, right? Now again, uh, there isn't the type of negative effects to your body where you're throwing up or you're uh, visibly um, affected when you don't have it, but it's still a drug nonetheless. Again, you know, this is a debate sometime whether it is the drug. I mean, shit, it is a drug. The amount of THC that's in weed now that we fuck with, it wasn't the same as when we were younger. So we got to factor that into it. And depending on the personality of your kid, they can very well become addicted to it to the point where a they become like less motivated to do what they need to do in their young life because kids have a lot on their plate and they haven't matured enough to learn how to handle a lot of these things so weed at times can just make that more difficult for them and also depending on how susceptible they are to the weed and how they um um how their body takes it it can be a gateway when when People say gateway drug. I think gateway may be the wrong word to use, but it does make your, in my opinion, it does make you susceptible to other drugs, meaning you don't, you feel the effects of weed and think, okay, if I do, if I done weed, then I can do this too, or I can do that drug too. You see what I'm saying? So that can lead your kid to other things also. So it's important to have open dialogue about it. It's important if you see your kid high, if you see your kid been smoking, you gotta address that shit. You can't make them feel like it's, in my opinion, you can't make them feel like it's cool, even if you are in a situation where, you know, like I was just saying, we understand our, our kids to a degree is going to do what they want to do. But even with that being the case, you still have to express your displeasure in things. You can't just say, okay, they're going to do what they're going to do. So fuck it. I'm not going to talk to them about it. I'm not going to treat it like it's something negative because kids don't know. Even if you got a 17, 18, 19 year old, like I was saying, family, their their brain ain't fully developed yet. So they don't know the negative effects that what they're doing to themselves may have on their future or on what they're doing at the at the time you see what i'm saying they don't they don't they don't have the hindsight or the ability to to see these things so that's what makes our job our job as parents so important and like i was saying at the beginning of the broadcast in the black community our kids don't have the leeway as other children to make some of these mistakes we are immediately treated like adults we you know young black boys are treated just like men in society whether it be the 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 uh, 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 judicial system whether it be the educational system we're we're, we're kind of treated that way in society so it's important that we talk to our kids about this now also so we talked about the girlfriends we talked about uh, uh, uh being a being a player the the sexual um, the sexual experience and how to manage that. We talked about if they decide to start fucking around with drugs. And also, we need to be honest and have conversations about the streets, right? If if you have a child that decides um, to involve themselves in, in, in certain levels of street activity. And like I said before on other broadcasts, that when, when things like that happen, you also have to look at yourself. You also have to look at the resources and the structure that you have or have not been able to offer or over the duration of your children's life. That 
has something to do when a kid goes out and searches for for finances basically it can be them feeling the need for money it can be them being a follower it can be the environment that you're raising them in so of course you're taking these things into consideration and this should help you when dealing with them and creating the perspective that you need to uh uh, help them navigate that situation. But ultimately, if you have a kid that's involving themselves in street shit, whether it be involving himself with a gang, whether it be selling drugs, whether it be pimping, whether it be all this other shit, we need to understand that. Um, ultimately that that's going to lead them down a road of either being dead or in jail ultimately because if we can remember all the street dudes that we knew typically they run in the street don't really last that long and that's if you balling 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 you see what i'm saying because a lot of these young dudes these days will involve themselves in the streets not necessarily because they're making a whole bunch of money but because they don't want to work for the white man as they say or they don't want to uh uh, um, um, discipline themselves enough to be involved with a corporation but a lot of times they're not even um, as proficient in the streets as they would want to be or as they think or as they are del disillusioning themselves to think they are so some of these young dudes are um making less money than you would make working full-time at mcdonald's you see what i'm saying but they out there in the street because of their pride and because of you know what they've been told about corporate America and all that. And to a degree, I understand a young man not wanting to uh, go along and get along in society, not wanting to um, feel like they have to deal with this system and have somebody tell them what to do and dealing with all the inconsistencies of corporate America. I get that. Excuse me. But if you're not developing a, a business plan, or if you're not, excuse me, someone who has a high level of business acumen, if you're not headed in that direction, then what you're doing can be all for nothing. Because I can understand not wanting to be under a system, but you have to transition that into some kind of business, some type of positive um positive result from that you see what i'm saying too many of our too many of our young men are involving themselves in this in the street and the effects of it is ruining a life whether it be unfortunately dying or being sent to the penitentiary where they're spending years of their life out of society um almost like forgotten individuals to a degree and that has an extreme negative effect on your life if you could talk to any old if you could talk to any og from your neighborhood or or or, 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 or any og that's doing time right now all i'm gonna tell you the same thing man like a life of crime ain't really the way to go so as fathers as adults knowing this it becomes a thing of how do you translate that information to your kid if he's already 10 toes down if he's already just decided that's something he's going to do with his life um you know how do you address these situations with him right but it has to be addressed even if like i said even if financially you have been able to provide even if you there are certain levels of structure you weren't able to to um put forth in your kid's life that doesn't mean you still shouldn't give your input that doesn't mean you still shouldn't try to give them a different perspective or a different way to look at it because at the end of the day we all want our kids to be successful we all want our kids to be better off than we were we all want our kids to live healthy long lives and 
you know, being a black man in society, when it comes to being a criminal, when it comes to living on the other side of the law, you got to understand, um, you know, how much worse it can be for you once you get into that system, once you get into the courthouse, once you, once you become a, once you get a felony, you know what I'm saying? All of these things makes it severely more difficult to operate in society. And again, sometimes you'll get a kid that says, I'm going to do what I want to do. And you know, that's your child. You still have to love them. You still have to be there for them. It's just our job to let them know, um, what the negative effects of a lot of these things can be because if they 17 18 19 making some of these decisions you know again their brain isn't even fully developed yet to understand what the ramifications of some of this shit can be so they're fucking their lives up at a young age and you know it's taking them to their 26 27 almost 30 to realize okay i made some mistakes if we could prevent them from going through some of these same things family it's our job to do so and we can do so by talking to them of course talking is one thing but it's also in your actions family if you an older dude or if you a black man with kids and you still on the street it's going to be difficult to convince your kids not to involve themselves in the same shit you see what i'm saying so you got to be at a level in your life where you're evolved to a point where you're doing something positive now the amount of money you make how successful you you become in whatever you're doing that's another conversation and that should be something you're focusing on too but at the end of the day if we're all if you're moving in a positive direction if you're moving away from something that um has has been really tumultuous in your family or has been like a extremely negative thing that's happened in your family if you're moving away from that into something more positive that's a great thing family and that's what all of us should be striving towards right because in my later years in life as i'm getting closer to 40 years old i begin to realize like from a historical perspective when you look at white supremacy when you look at racism um this country has definitely did a number on us but as an individual you can make a, you can make choices too you feel me once you become aware of things and this is my opinion family once you become aware of things once you become aware of historically where we're how we've been placed and and, and, and what we've done to each other and what we've had done to us, like to a large degree, I think it's our responsibility to make changes. It's our responsibility to use that information. You can't learn that shit and then unlearn it. You can't learn that shit and then try to act like it ain't, it ain't what it is. You feel me? Because even though we've had to deal with white supremacy, even though we've had to deal with racism, even though we had to deal with classism, even though we've had to deal with all these things, we're, we're a people living in America who don't know who they are, who don't have a home country, who don't got their own last name. Like we lost to a large fucking degree. We lost family. But it's up to you to start figuring out a way to reclaim that. It's up to you to start figuring out a way to. Um, not participate in the bullshit if you can help it. You feel me? In any way you can do that. That's why I'm, I made it a point to call my platform melanated as, you know, referencing melanin, the, the, the chemical and, and the, the byproduct of what we are as, as people. I, I made it a point to define myself for me. I'm not, you know, allowing society to define who we are is part of the problem family that's part of the reason why we're in the situation we're in when we call ourselves black calling ourselves african-american you know we we use these i i use these terms too just in common um conversation to be a little relatable more relatable to people at times but at the end of the day we have to define who we are we have to start making strides to break away from this system that's why i understand the hustler I, I understand the dude in the, 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 the street who um, 
is is rejecting everything corporate America, everything uh, Western Westernized culture. I get it, but there's a way to do that. You feel me? There there's a way to maneuver away from these things where it doesn't have such a negative connotation on your life, and that's it could be with the street shit. That could be with drugs that you deal with. That can be with the women. You feel me? So. Like I was saying, family, it's really important that that we teach our young men about the pitfalls of their adolescence because it's certain mistakes that you can make as a teenager that'll follow you for the rest of your fucking life. And that's what we don't want, right? We want to, because we're all going to make mistakes. We all going to do stupid shit at times, but it's, it's really imperative as parents that we try to teach our kids to minimize those mistakes and you know um if it is something that happens it's something that we can move on from immediately that we can learn the lesson from and 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 move on immediately if you have a child if you end up going to jail if you get fucking herpes or some venereal disease that won't go away shit these are things you're gonna have to deal with for the rest of your life you feel me and sometimes you know, because I was hard-headed, man. And, you know, it was difficult. I didn't have a, my pops in the home. And I think, of course, that would have helped. But at the end of the day, I was hard-headed. And I was, like, on a mission to do what the fuck I wanted to do. And, you know, um, it's important that we talk to our kids about that, man. That we be the best example possible of what we're talking about. But at the same time, if it's things that we have fell short on ourselves... If your kid is around you, they're going to see that. So you need to tell them. You need to talk to them about it. It's And not create the elephant in the room where you telling them some shit you don't even do. Or some shit that you haven't even attempted to do. You see what I'm saying? So it's important, family. It's important that, that we take our young men because they grow up so fast, man. If your son is 9, 8, 10, 11 years old, he's going to be 16, 17 before you know it. So we need to spend those adolescent years, those younger years, imparting wisdom about all these different topics. When we're in the car with them, riding different places, when we're at home, you know, of course we're going to relax and you're going to allow your kids to watch TV or their phone, whatever type of entertainment that they find themselves um, using. But at the same time, you need to have real conversations about real shit that's going to affect their life. You feel me? And these pitfalls that they can find themselves in is definitely different things that we need to discuss with our children, family. And that goes for fathers. But my single moms out there who listen to the show, man, if you don't have a father around, um, listen to some of these things, man. And I know that we have single moms who still not only try their best, but put it down and, and, and impart different lessons and structure in their kid's life that it's going, you know, that's going to help them out and going to put them in a position that they still are, are, are knowledgeable and able to function in society. But if you don't have a man around, if there's no man inside of the house, teaching them different things, a man that they respect, it's going to be a little more difficult for them. The easiest way to impart some of these uh, messages is being in the actual home with your kid. Sometimes I think they receive it much better if it's formulated in that in in that way. But even if you're not, even if you're a single mom, even if you're a father who don't live in the home with your kid, you still post this impart all of these different messages on your children so we can try our best to, 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 to put the next generation in a better position that we were in because like I said if we are men who was players in the day if we treated women a certain way if we did shirt and sit on the street it's our duty 
to discuss these things with our kids and be as honest and transparent as possible. You feel me? So it's been another episode, man, of the Melanated Combo Podcast. I'd like to thank everybody who's been tuning into the show, everybody who's been rocking with Melanated Fathers of America for the past few years with the articles that I put up about history, the articles that I put up about some of these same topics. If you haven't, please go to melanatedfathers.com. There are articles about parenting. Go to the community forum section for articles about parenting or um, articles or videos about different things we face in our community that we should think about. There is a book of the month that I put up there every month, different books that I've read, some that I have not, but I have, um, that I have in my possession, but I will read eventually. But I put a book of the month that we all should look at because reading is is, is extremely important to me. There is also... Um, um, on the website there's also a history matters section of the website where i put up different articles and videos about people places and things from our history as i've said before um learning about history has probably been the single most biggest part of my evolution as a black man that part uh, learning about history in our past has done wonders to me just being more self-reflective and getting a better understanding of who i am and where i come from all that has been the antithesis of what has turned me into who i am today so i think reading is extremely imperative to our society um history is as well so i have those sections on there um you know and different things that we talk about on the website man if you haven't done so please go to melanatedfathers.com today check out the website check out what i've been doing um this this podcast is always on youtube at melanated fathers tv on youtube you can find the podcast anywhere podcasts are you can go to spotify you can go to apple music um you can go to um anchor fm you know what I'm saying? So all these different places you can find the website. Again, man, I want to, or you can find the podcast. Again, I want to thank everybody for tuning into the show. I want to thank everybody for continually supporting the website. I'm, I'm going to continue to use, you know, everything that I've been through, y'all. All, all, all the trials and tribulations that I've put myself through and that I've had to endure, um, living this life man and, and 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 having kids so early and different things i see my brothers go through in the streets i try to in, in, infuse all of these topics into things that are digestible that the family can use so again i want to thank everybody for tuning into the show man this has been another episode of the melanated combo podcast i'm out